Hi, and welcome to the Projected Opinions Podcast, the best movie podcast in under 20 minutes. My name is Matt Noble, and with me today is a very special guest. I'm super excited. Hi, I'm Casey Blanchard, friend of Matt and person who likes movies. So Casey is here, and she's uh, very graciously offered to step in while Nathan is off at a film festival in, uh, in Tennessee. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to cover a movie that we're both really excited about, Lady Bird. If you didn't know, it was nominated for Best Picture along with four other Oscar nominations uh, directed by newcomer Greta Gerwig. Uh, we're super pumped to talk about it. So Casey, in under a minute, knee-jerk reactions. How did you feel about this film? I loved it. My first instinct was, okay, I want to watch this with my mom. So I did. So I've seen it twice now within the week. Nice. <laughs> and I don't have much uh, to say that's negative about this movie. It uh, reminded me of my relationship with my own mother. It reminded me of high school in some ways. Um, and I thought it was uh, sweet and funny, but without being uh, cheesy. I thought it was original. I love the script. And I just love it. <laughs> Great. I would say uh, I, I'm on a different side of the tracks, if you will, from where you're at. Uh, it was not difficult for me to relate to. Maybe... Uh, it was just too easy to, to hyper-empathize for me. Like, I just I left the film feeling kind of sad, almost uh, me melancholy. I thought the acting was phenomenal. I thought the writing was very good. Uh, but overall, like, the ending I just, I thought was a little bit bittersweet, maybe mm. more bitter than sweet. Uh, mm. So I, I think the film was incredible. And as a first-time filmmaker, right. I think Greta Gerwig knocked it out of the park. Definitely. And obviously... Uh, nominated for Best Picture, so that's that's incredible, and I'm really excited to see the rest of her career. Yeah, um, I can see the bittersweet thing. By the end of the movie, uh, Lady Bird goes on to college, ready to call herself Christine, so she's moving forward a little bit out of um, kind of a childish phase, uh, you could argue. But at the end of the movie, I think you're right, there still is this sort of um, stress between the mother and daughter. Uh, we see hope for them to... Um, be reunited to form, I think, uh, a new relationship in some ways. Um, now that <laughs> I know my experience was when I moved out of my house and went to college, my relationship with my mother massively improved uh, with distance. <laughs> we just needed our own space, uh, our own opinions and decision making. But yeah, I can see the bittersweetness there. And we also see that Lady Bird, while she's grown up in some ways, um, still uh, kind of goes back to her lying tendencies. Um, mm trying to seem more glamorous than she actually is, saying, yeah. oh, I'm from San Francisco, right? Um, and still making some question <laughs> questionable decisions on her uh, first night in college. So Yeah. Hey, so let's let's talk about things that we loved in, in more depth. By the way, uh, we've already had a couple of spoilers. We're going to spoil this film if you haven't seen it Ooh, uh, and you're interested. No, you're fine. <laughs> uh, go ahead and go see it. It's uh, available for rental right now at Redbox and uh, streaming services. And uh, if you are not interested or you kind of don't really know what you're getting yourself into, go ahead and, and, and listen as far as you feel comfortable. Uh, but we're definitely going to be spoiling a lot of Lady Bird. So, uh, Casey, mm -hmm. what are the things that you just loved about the look of this film, the directing, the cinematography? It was nominated for Best Director. Uh, so how did you feel about that? So as a movie watcher, I tend to pay a lot more attention to the script and the characters. But I will say that visually um, I found... It appealing. Um, I didn't feel like any scenes were really distracting um, or difficult to follow with the cinematography. Um, 
I did notice in my second watch that uh, the scene towards the end of the film when Lady Bird gets her license, right? Mm -hmm. So she's driving through Sacramento and seeing all these familiar places and she feels this emotion about her hometown, which she claims to hate so much, right? I did notice when watching the film a second time, really early on in the movie, uh, Lady Bird's mother um, has a really similar scene. And in fact, when Lady Bird later is driving, there's flashbacks to her mother also driving. And we can see the parallel of um, their, their similarities. Almost uh, like a shared experience. Right. Yes. Although neither of them maybe would say that they're similar. <laughs> um, there's this, yeah, this great parallel um, of shots of Lady Bird's mother driving around Sacramento and then later on Lady Bird making the same drive and feeling some of the same emotions, I think. And so I loved seeing that scene um, duplicated later in the movie. I thought that Greta Gerwig did a great job of showing us what was important and not showing us what wasn't. Okay. Um, there are many times when... So I, I think one of the failures of modern filmmaking often is using or overusing close-ups. So often they zoom in on something or they show you something and it's never referenced again in the film. It didn't actually have that big of a, a role to play in that moment of the story. Uh, and I thought this was excellent. Like sh she shows you close-ups of the things that matter. Like when she's writing a boyfriend yeah. on, the, on the windows. Like th we, we see that multiple times mm -hmm. and we see her do that similar thing, writing something and it's a, sh a close-up of what she's writing. And, um, I like it, with the notes her mom needs. Yes, to yeah. So we see a lot of those types of things, little vignettes uh, mm -hmm. that actually play into the character's development and the story development. I really thought that that was nice. Um, she has she doesn't overcut. It's not like super choppy. I thought it flowed really nicely. Um, there are pieces though. Of, <laughs> there's a scene when um, Julie and Lady Bird are walking at school, and uh, there's this. The, the camera cuts to them, and the first line of dialogue is, well, I don't think anyone wants to touch a penis or something <laughs> to that, <laughs> that note, uh, which I loved that there's no context. We don't uh -huh. see anything before that scene to explain what's going on. Right. It's just cut to girls having a conversation about things they don't quite understand and are really curious about, which I thought was hysterical. Uh, yeah, so that's a great segue into the writing. Like I thought overall that the writing in this film was incredibly seamless from uh, scene to scene, character to character, but yeah. overall was impeccable. Like It just felt so real. It was hella tight, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the dialogue. Um, I loved just remembering the feeling of trying to be cool in high school and how much conversation mattered. Every word you mm. said was being analyzed and you're tearing apart all of your own words later and oh, yeah. having all this anxiety over what you've said. And so the dialogue, I think, portrayed all of those feelings and emotions. Um, I love when Lady Bird um, tells, uh, oh, second boyfriend, Shaggy here, what's his name? Uh, the one played by Timothy Chalamet, yes. Kyle. Kyle, that's right. She's talking uh, with Kyle in this little hangout parking mm -hmm. lot. Um, and she... Uh, <laughs> Jokes with him that she's going to kill his whole family, uh, but she says it in a way that and immediately regrets. That immediately the joke. regrets that joke. His reaction is, "What? What? Uh, <laughs> he does not see the joke there, uh, and it's just immediately awkward." And I loved it because that was me every single day of high school. Wow, I took the joke too far. No, I'm too weird. Now they don't like me. Um, I could feel all the teen angst and all of the dialogue. Yes. 
and it was amazing. And also, dialogue between mother and daughter in this film uh, was incredibly relatable. It immediately made me think of conversations with my own mother. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was, um, like, to, to, to back up what you said, I thought that there was a lot of moments where characters would say things and then you would realize the impact of their words immediately. So not just like the, the whole like awkward joking thing, but when she would say one thing to her mom and then say something and turn around and say the opposite to her friend, like, right. mom, I hate you, you hate me, blah, 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 blah. And then mm -hmm. turn around and someone who was tearing down yeah. her or her mom, yeah. uh, she would go and defend her mom. Like, no, my mom loves me. Right. And I thought that was very typical of, I, 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 I relate to that a little bit, having been a teenager and uh, having... Uh, a brother and obviously uh, my parents growing up if someone like I hated my brother many many times <laughs> as a kid like I, we'd, we'd fight we'd duke it out uh, punch each other wrestle whatever right. uh, yell at each other and then as soon as someone else like messed with my yeah. brother I was there and I was like how dare you yeah. that's my brother you know uh, so I think that was a, a beautiful example of how family works when you're right. in this weird transition space period and stage in your life of I'm, I'm in a season of becoming my own person in an adult uh, and, and so like I, I hate and rebel against everything mm -hmm. that's an authority and my parents and yet at the same time that there's there's something deeper going on right. still there's a bond there that you can't cut up there's this whole theme uh, Lady Bird is in the office of <clears throat> the mother superior I guess of her school and um, the, the nun brings to her attention the connection between well love and attention um, the fact that they're kind of the same thing in some ways, and the attention that Lady Bird gets from her mother, while it's uh, often critical, right, and maybe not delivered in the best way towards an um, anxious teenage girl, um, I think that she recognizes that underneath it all, her mother's intentions are to be loving. Um, her mother wants her to be her best self, right? Um, and... Lady Bird recognizes that while still chafing underneath her mm. mother's scrutiny. Um, but yeah, I think the dialogue does a great job of just um, peeling back the layers of their relationship uh, because it is multifaceted and it is complicated. Mm. Um, and I think you see throughout the film how Lady Bird is so much like her mom. She can be very intimidating in one instant and then very warm in the next. And I think the best scene to show that was mm. her conversation with Danny outside the coffee shop. When Danny is just weeping, um, spoiler alert, Danny's gay, and uh, he's just weeping as he realizes what he's going to have to go through as he's anxious about having to tell his family, and Lady Bird goes from being angry with him um, for having broken her heart in one second, and then tender and embracing him in the next, yeah. and I think we really see um, how both Lady Bird and her mom can go back and forth. And perhaps that's maybe why they do clash so often. Right. And I think her, her dad said that, or something similar to them being very, very mm -hmm. alike in You're that way. Similar. And I know that, so so for those who don't know Casey, Casey is a, uh, a teacher of classic literature. And that's so true. having gone through this experience firsthand as a, uh, a girl growing up in school and then now as a teacher and teaching young people, like I'm sure... Uh, this resonates in many different ways, but I want to talk about the characters a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, classic literature is filled with all different types of characters. Uh, a lot of them are uh, tragedies. A lot of them are uh, overly dramatic and yet comedic as well, uh, right. especially in classic lit in the, the Greco-Roman period. You see a lot of that kind of mm -hmm. thing. 
Um, do you feel like these characters in this story is going to be something that we see referenced as a classic? Do you think this is going to come back 10 years from now? People are going to be like, hey, remember that really awesome coming-of-age story that, right. that was made? Do yeah. you think this is something that's timeless or no? Uh, I think that it definitely has the potential to be a classic. Um, any film that can play off of... Uh, these archetypal characters in these archetypal situations. So um, mother, daughter, close friends, um, maybe wise elder. Um, I think that a lot of these characters are these classic archetypes. And they're definitely put into um, the modern world um, in, I think, a really convincing way. I don't think it feels like we're hearing a story that we've heard before. Mm. Um, it does feel very new, but in the same light, it's something that's going to be relatable uh, endlessly, right? There's never going to be, I think, a point in history where um, daughters aren't clashing with their mothers. where <laughs> People aren't coming of age. <laughs> right, where people aren't coming of age, right? Uh, the Bildungsroman genre, right, spans written history. Um, most definitely, I think, uh, we could see, we could argue for seeing that in the Odyssey. We could argue for seeing that in Beowulf. Um, we could argue for seeing that in, in so many classics. Mm. Um, so I think that, yeah, uh, it definitely has that potential. And again, it, it has all these archetypes, uh, these characters and these situations that we recognize, but I think it's still fresh and it's still new. And I didn't feel like, oh, I've seen this movie so many times before. Mm. It had its own voice and it, uh, yeah, I think it it definitely stands apart. Okay, real quick, uh, let's go over some things that we wish had been different or things that we would change, things we didn't like. And was there anything you didn't like in this film? Uh, I'm sure there is. Why don't you start? All right, yeah, you can react. Uh, so one of the things that I, I didn't love is it, it felt like, and I, I realize this is, this is real life, and coming of age is sticky, it's hard, uh, complicated, like you said, and we've been talking about these characters are multifaceted, uh, but I, I felt like it was almost to a frustrating degree that Lady Bird would continue to make the exact same wrong mm -hmm. choices over and over and again. Mm -hmm. And I would I would get to the point of where like she was about to make a, well, another big decision, and I was like, oh my gosh, finally she's gonna have learned. And then she doesn't. She like makes the wrong decision yeah. five times in a row. It's the exact same thing. And I'm like, when she finally gets to the college at the end, I was like, oh, this now. is she's finally <laughs> she's like re she's remaking herself. She's finally achieved what she wanted. Uh, and she's going to actually, like, have taken all that was with her and make herself this new person uh, the way she ought to be. And she's, like, almost worse in many ways. Uh, one could argue, like, until that last moment where she calls her parents, it's like, she, she hasn't changed at all. Like, she hasn't recognized anything. <laughs> she hasn't learned of anything. Uh, and it's hard for me in a, and maybe it's because I, I'm too emotional. I don't know. Um, but for me, I just... I just get so sad and pity the character who can't seem to get out of their spiral. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was constantly rooting for her and yet feeling like an idiot as I rooted for her. I don't know. Right. I think what stresses you out is something that <laughs> I really enjoy <laughs> because that is reality, right? We learn uh, and we think we've changed, and then we fall back into the same patterns, especially when we're in a new place or a new situation. So when she goes to college, I think we see some movement forward. She's willing to go by the name that um, her parents chose for her, Christine. 
Uh, and then when when the guy at the party asks where she's from, she starts off telling the truth. She says Sacramento, right? And he doesn't hear her. And so she changes her answer to San Francisco. Um, but I, I think she makes some tiny movements forward. And then once again, she's in a new place with new people trying to make new friends. And so she falls back into old habits, um, which I think is entirely human uh, and natural. Um, so... Yeah, I wanted her to grow, but at the same time, she's uh, she's in a new city. She's not a new person, you know. Yeah, um, which is funny because um, I I often like darker stories mm-hmm. uh, as long as it, they feel fictional to me. Um, and this just felt too. So for me, uh, having experienced kind of like graduating high school and going off to college, I didn't even go that far away from my home. Three hours away, uh, I went to college and. I finally felt like I actually could start over and felt like a different person, like I had grown um, and kind of liked myself a little bit mm. and started making better decisions because I was under new pressure. I had a chance to kind of I don't know, rebrand myself, if, if you right. will, using modern te- uh, terms. Uh, so I thought that was really healthy for me and I was hoping the same thing for her. <laughs> and so I guess, I don't know, like heroes don't really exist the way we want them to. Uh, protagonists no. are always as clean as we right. would like them to be. Um, and in yeah. something like a David Fincher film, like that's totally fine with me. I'll watch Gone Girl and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is insane. It's and, so and irredeemable. I love, yeah, I like, it's like, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I can't turn away right. kind of thing. And I, I enjoy that. And then I watch this and I'm like, no, nah, it's just yeah. too real. It's too close to actuality. Okay. If I had made just a couple of decisions wrong, mm-hmm. just like Lady Bird, like my life would be a mess. Right. So. I think I had similar feelings uh, watching Mad Men of, okay, I think I like this character now, and I think they're ready to turn their life around, and look, they're making steps in the right direction, and then just explosion, Oh yeah. right? Um, so I, I know what tension you're talking about. I think maybe with such a short movie, uh, I didn't feel as much of that um, as like watching whole seasons of a TV show, right? But um, I think probably why I feel differently is I just loved Lady Bird so much. She reminded me a lot of myself, um, and except she's much braver than I ever was. Uh, <laughs> um, and I think I just loved that she was gutsy and she, all of her emotions were uh, sincere and to their fullest extent, right? If she was angry, she was angry. Hmm. And if she was loving, well, she was fully loving. She gave all of herself in every situation, sometimes to her detriment, um, right? But I think it made her a very lovable character in some ways. Um, although she does have her really, really crappy moments. Um, she definitely is not a great friend to Julie um, mm. uh, midway through the film. Um, but I think uh, I think I loved her anyway because, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. so in conclusion, in conclusion, you would recommend this film to everyone? Okay, so like I said, I watched this movie with my mom. And I think I thought (laughs) it was going to be this awesome moment where she saw herself in the mother figure and I saw myself in the daughter figure and we were able to bond over it. But I think it's, uh, that was, those were some high expectations. She did not quite enjoy it the way I thought that she would. Mm. Um, So I don't know. I think that uh, young people who were in high school around the same time period, 2012, right, it's when it's taking place, uh, I think that they'll enjoy it, they'll see themselves, they'll see 
the same situations that they faced before. And I think they'll find it incredibly funny like I did. I laughed every few seconds just at these characters and, and their dialogue. Um, I think that women are probably more prone to just be able to put themselves into the film, right? Um, but I think that uh, I would still recommend it to anyone who knows what their reaction will be and who knows what they'll see in themselves um, in Lady Bird. Great. I, I enjoyed Lady Bird for a piece of artwork. I don't know if I would recommend it to everyone simply because it is uh, a harder film to completely identify with in many ways. Mm -hmm. uh, and yet I think the story that it tells is important and relevant uh, and can really cut to the heart of a lot of people who had shared experiences. Um, so um, that's our review of Lady Bird. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, don't forget that we're on Twitter at Projected Ops. And uh, stay tuned for another episode next week. Hopefully Nathan will be back by then and he'll have lots of news from the film festival he's at and we'll discuss another movie. Thanks so much for joining us. And thanks for having me. It was hella tight. <laughs>